million bushels of North African grain, resold to Germany for Swiss francs, paid for by a consortium of banks with a deal in futures that the stock exchange unloads for coffee from Brazilian uplands, destined for Paris before the whole deal sinks the checks, written in indelible links out race Atlantics, winter hurricanes, at last the coffee arrives, also the wheat. Needless to say, the deal was a success, who can deny? that all of us have gained. Our benefactors, three trusts, they compete for honor, glory, power, and of course, profits where all happiness is contained. African grain, resold to Germany for Swiss francs, paid for by a consortium of banks with a deal in futures that the stock exchange unloads for coffee from Brazilian uplands, destined for Paris before the whole deal sinks the checks, written in indelible links out race Atlantics, winter hurricanes, at last the coffee arrives, also the wheat, needless to say the deal was a success, who can deny that all of us have gained? Our benefactors, three trusts, they compete for honor, glory, power, and of course, profits where all happiness is contained. This man wants to change the economy as we know it to solve the ills of society. I think he really might be on to something. He's a filmmaker, musician, activist, author, and most importantly, the founder of the worldwide zeitgeist movement to promote global sustainability. Peter is an advocate of a free media and distributes all of his films independently along with his half-hour web series, Culture in Decline. Peter's focus these days is on getting the masses to move away from a market-based economy to a resource-based economy. Welcome real-life vigilante Peter Joseph. Peter, thanks for joining me on Off the Grid. It's my pleasure, Jesse. Thanks for having me. Peter, I guess the first thing to do, explain to us in layman's terms what a resource-based economy is. Sure, sure. A resource-based economy wants to create a sustainable culture. And to do that, you've got to create sustainable parameters, things that actually support public health directly, not through the movement of money, things that actually support sustainability and equilibrium with our habitat, again, something you won't be able to do with money. In short, you manage the world's resources directly without a market system, something we could not do, by the way, many, many centuries ago. With the new evolution of science and technology, we can actually replace all the mechanisms of the market economy with a much more efficient system, ensuring sustainability and good public health, and also, of course, alleviating all the negative problems associated with the market system, which is war, which is abuse, inhumanity, exploitation, obvious uh, extreme unsustainable practices that we're feeling severely with the pollution problems and everything else that's happening. So in short, it's a way of managing the world's resources and achieving the highest level of public health 
technically possible. Along those lines, what are the arguments for moving away from a money-based economy to resource-based, layman's terms? Why should people support this? Well, I think the word system is something that people don't learn enough about when they're in school. We, let's think about the legal structure. We, we, we assume that there is a, a free will that overrides all of our decisions, right? Where people that are born in poverty, even though they may have no options, we assume when they commit a crime that they do so on their own free will with no external pressures and no type of coercion. This is called localized thinking. Localized thinking is what dominates both the legal system and the economy. Free market economics says, well, you know, you're free to exchange. If you exchange money for something, that must mean that you want that. And it eliminates everything that actually coerces people into behavior. And this is the big revelation. So the market system right now is a massive, coercive, soft slavery system. It is merely an extension of the, the, the abject slave systems of the past that deeply exploited anyone they could find, really. It was never really race-based. It has simply had to do with any manner of political arrangement to justify exploitation of people for the benefit of others. So this warring system that's emerged has existed because we assume that we are actually independently oriented when we're actually oriented in a system structure. And this is profound because once you have a system structure, you immediately have to remove yourself as an individual actor and, and ask yourself what, is, what forces are happening on you to motivate you for a particular end. Modern sociological science, for example, has made it very clear that we are not free will organisms. We have massive influences that happen around us that coerce us literally into certain behaviors, into certain propensities. So when you take that worldview, you realize that you, you can't have a market system because it promotes the exact opposite behaviors that you want in a sustainable and, and humane society. Specifically, we'll divide it into two, two extremes. You have ecological sustainability, and then you have social sustainability. Ecological sustainability is something that we, we literally can't have based on the system structure of market economics because we live in a consumption world, right? Everyone wants to buy and sell and buy and sell. It doesn't matter how long a TV lasts. It's the, it's the turnover that matters. And in a world that you know, has a finite resource amount and has all these pollution problems, uh, we are not incentivized structurally by the system to want sustainability. In fact, if we really wanted to achieve efficiency and sustainability and conservation, uh, we would see a dramatic loss in GDP across the world. Two million bushels of North African grain resold to Germany for Swiss francs Paid for by a consortium of banks with a deal in futures that the stock exchange unloads for coffee from Brazilian uplands Destined for Paris before the whole deal sinks The checks written in indelible links out race Atlantics Winter hurricanes at last the coffee arrives also the wheat Needless to say the deal was a success who can deny that all of us have gained our benefactors, three trusts, they compete for honor, glory, power, and of course, profits where all happiness is contained. Two million 
bushels of North African grain, resold to Germany for Swiss francs, paid for by a consortium of banks with a deal in futures that the stock exchange unloads for coffee from Brazilian uplands, destined for Paris before the whole deal sinks. The checks written in indelible links out race Atlantics, winter hurricanes. At last the coffee arrives, also the wheat. Needless to say, the deal was a success. Who can deny that all of us have gained? Our benefactors, three trusts, they compete for honor, glory, power, and of course, profits where all happiness is contained.